You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from Heritage Baptist Church in Corpus Christi, Texas, led by Pastor Johnny Che. Our church is dedicated to serving Jesus Christ and reaching the world by going forward with the gospel. We pray that you will be helped and blessed by this message from God's Word. I'd like you to turn in your Bibles tonight to Galatians chapter 6. You'll read one verse with me, and we'll get right into the message. I have so many different messages that I want to preach to you right now. It's difficult to try to put them in any type of order of priority. Another thing I'd like to do is either once a month or, or maybe, maybe not that often, but do something to where we can spend a Wednesday night in a question and answer time, and you can turn those in uh, beforehand, and I would study and do my best to answer those questions for you. So be praying about different things that I have, um, that I am thinking of in the future. But I'm, I want to be able to make sure that we are learning and addressing any questions or concerns that you have at the moment as a church. Tonight, we'll trust that the Holy Spirit will use the message to speak to you. We're going to read together verse 2 of Galatians chapter 6. Let's begin. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. You know, in this life, you and I will face burdens that are heavy to bear. If they were not heavy, they would not be called burdens. Burdens, pressures, weights, loads, invisible, yet very real things that squeeze us and frustrate us and hurt us, slow us, distract us, exhaust us. Not one in this room, from the adult to the child, will live free of burdens. And I wish to preach a message, I guess we could call it a couple different things, We could call it law-abiding Christians or, with those burdens in mind, I guess I would call it, let's take it to Jesus together. Father, please bless the preaching of your word and Holy Spirit, please speak to hearts as I cannot. Call people into yourself and let them leave here knowing that you love them and that you care for them and that you want nothing more than to yoke up with them and bear their burdens together. Lord, these burdens must not be for our damage. Lord, could it be it's because you want to be near us? And we can get no closer to you than when we yoke up with you. Give us the proper perspective of burdens. 
as it comes to you and us, but as it comes to each other. We ask this in your name. Amen. If the Lord would see fit, just for a minute, to allow the burdens of your brothers and sisters in this room to be manifested in some visible way. If he would see fit for the burdens of your brothers and sisters to appear on their shoulders, perhaps in the form of a crate or a box, and you were able to see what each and every one of us is carrying, any animosity that we had towards each other, any annoyance that we had with each other, I believe, would immediately be sobered into great compassion. I believe if you could see the burdens that your brothers and sisters were carrying, you would not speak behind their back. You would fall at their feet and pray for them and cry with them. But church, this verse is a visible manifestation of our burdens. God expects us to see them, though they are not visible. Do you agree that our Lord can do anything? And that anything that he chooses to do is right and perfect? Then be reminded that when God, in his infinite foreknowledge and wisdom, saw that we would carry burdens, he did not choose to remove those burdens, though he easily could have. His answer was not to remove our burdens from us. His answer was to provide us with a family of brothers and sisters. And when he created that family, he instituted, he legislated one law for that family to follow. And he told some of the first members of that family, a new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another. But he specified, as I have loved you, love one another. And that is what Paul refers to as the law of Christ. Now, why is that law important? I'll give two reasons why tonight. First of all, when Christ first gave that law, he said, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. The importance of that law and following that law is that being law-abiding Christians is what identifies us clearly to the lost world. Why else is the law important? Because if we do not love one another, 
our brothers and sisters will be crushed beneath the weight of burdens that God never intended for them to carry alone. Hey, Adam and Eve, do you want to fulfill the law of the garden? Then do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Hey, driver, do you want to fulfill the law of the road? Then do not exceed the speed limit. Hey, traveler, do you want to fulfill the law of the airline? Then do not smoke in the lavatory or tamper with the smoke detectors inside. Hey, child, do you wish to fulfill the law of your home? Then do not neglect your chores. Hey, Christian, do you want to fulfill the law of Christ? Then do not, do not, do not leave your brother and your sister to carry a burden alone that you could help to carry. There are two clear implications in this verse. Number one, we will all bear burdens. Number two, God never intended for us to bear them alone. Now, perhaps you read a little ahead and you see in verse 5, each man shall bear his own burden. That's not a contradiction. It's not a contradiction. It's the Lord saying, look, guys, you are going to have some things that only you can carry. And those are going to get heavy enough on your own. You, you better find a way to share the ones that you can share. Because there are some that you can't. We will all bear burdens. God never intended for us to bear them alone. Now, at this point in the message, I could go a hundred different directions. But for tonight, I want to use this verse to respond to a statement that I hear often as your pastor. I want to use this verse for tonight's purposes to renew, if you will, my pastoral vows. I want to use this verse to remind you and myself of why God called me to be your pastor. The statement that I hear quite often comes in different forms, but it's really all the same. And it sounds something like this. Pastor, I know how busy you are and I don't wish to bother you with my problems. Or preacher, you have so many others to care for, and I don't want to add anything to your plate. Or preacher, I know you're dealing with so much, and I don't wish to place any more weight on your shoulders. Or preacher, I feel like I'm always bringing you another issue, and you shouldn't have to deal with this. Now, let me continue by saying this. I never could have imagined the burdens that came along with being a pastor. And when you speak to other pastors, sometimes they call and they say, why didn't anybody tell us? And we always answer the same thing, because we never would have done it. <laughs> I never could have imagined. There's no denying it. There's no diminishing it. There is an enormous weight with being a pastor. 
Every pastor carries an enormous amount of burdens. I think the one who put it in the best way and stated it in the clearest way was Paul. And Paul is talking in um, 2 Corinthians 11 or 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 11. And he begins to describe the external burdens that he faced in his ministry. And he says, uh, if I were to tell you about the labors that come along with my ministry, he says, they're more abundant. And then if I could tell you about the stripes that have fallen across my body, he described them as above measure. But more frequently than that, he said, deaths. More often, or uh, no, 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 prisons is what he said. More often than I have been beaten, I've been in prison. And then he said, I can tell you about five times in my ministry where I was beaten 39 times. And I can tell you about three times in my ministry where I was beaten with rods. And then I can tell you about another three times in my ministry when I suffered shipwreck. And then I could tell you of another night and a day that I spent in the deep. And then I can tell you about journeyings often. And I can tell you about perils of waters often. And I can tell you about perils of robbers often. And I can tell you about perils of mine own countrymen often. And he goes, perils of this, perils of this, perils of this, often, 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 often. But then he ends with this, besides all those things which are without there's one thing in my ministry and only one thing in my ministry that cometh upon me daily. And that phrase cometh upon me means rushes upon me. Imagine if I was a quarterback and I said, hike, blitz. And those people are rushing in upon you. He says, there's one thing in my ministry that has rushed upon me daily, more so than all the others the care of all the churches. Now, please don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to compare myself to Paul. I have not come anywhere close to dealing what he is dealing with. He dealt with many churches. I deal with what but one. I'm simply saying there is a daily and an unavoidable weight that comes along with being a pastor. Now, church, I don't want you to answer out loud, but... Why do you think, what do you think the explanation for that is? That there is a daily and an unavoidable weight that comes along with being a pastor. There's a simple, simple explanation for that. And I want you to think just for a little bit about what that simple explanation is for you. Let me tell you why there is a daily and unavoidable weight that comes with being a pastor. It's supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be that way. Church, you are commanded to bear one another's burdens in Galatians chapter 6, verse 2. I'm called to do it. If drafted soldiers can be expected to watch one for another, how much more the commanding officer? If the sheep are expected to care for one another, how much more the shepherd? Now, I am a believer just like you are a believer not lifting myself above you in any way. I'm a believer as much as you are a believer. But as a pastor, I am called to be an example of the believers 
We are all expected to bear one another's burdens, but I am called to take the lead in bearing the burdens and fulfilling the law of Christ by bearing your burdens. Now, I'll be the first one to say that is one of the most intimidating aspects of being a pastor, especially as a church grows, because as a church grows, so do the burdens. But I believe, I believe that when God called me to be your pastor, he not only gave me the responsibility from him to bear your burdens, he also gave me the ability through him to bear your burdens. God has never called anybody to do anything that they could not handle with his help. God's will has never led anybody. God's will has never led anybody where his grace will not help them to be a success. And I'm not going to be the first one. He fails. So church, I want to renew my pastoral vows to you tonight. When God called me to be your pastor, he commanded me to bear, to help bear the burdens that you were never meant to carry alone. And I want to be a law-abiding Christian. Now, I need to be very careful right here, and I want you to watch and, and bear with me. I cannot remove your burden. Only Jesus can do that. I cannot explain your burden. Only Jesus can do that. And I cannot give you peace in your burden. Only Jesus can do that. I am not telling you, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, because I cannot give you rest. I can do nothing to remove your burden. But here's what I can do. I can help you carry it to the one who can. I can do nothing to explain your burden, but I can help you carry it to the one who can explain it. I can do nothing to give you peace in your burden, but I can help you carry it to the one who can give you peace. I'm not telling you to come to me with your burdens. I'm telling you I'm here to help you carry them to Jesus. I'm not your savior, so I cannot take your burdens away. But I am your pastor. I can help you take them to Jesus. And because I can, by God's command, I must. And because I must, by God's grace, I will. When I see you struggling beneath a weight of care, I will not watch you be crushed underneath a burden that God never meant for you to carry alone. So are you bearing the burden of marital strife? Let's take it to Jesus together. And are you bearing the burden of financial cares? Let's take it to Jesus together. And are you bearing the burden of child rearing? Let's take it to Jesus together. And are you bearing the, the weight of confusion? Let's take it to Jesus together. And are you bearing the burden of doubt? Let's take it to Jesus together. And are you bearing the burden of betrayal? Let's take it to Jesus together. Are you bearing the burden of sin? Let's take it to Jesus together. Are you bearing the burden of questions? Let's take it to him together. Are you bearing the burden of past memories? Let's take it to him together. Are you bearing the burden of addiction? Let's take it to him together. You must take it to Jesus. Only he can help you, but you don't have to carry it 
alone. Now, I do not wish to pry into your personal matters. I am not your priest. And a lot of times people come up and say, Pastor, I want to tell you about this, and they blew it. And I don't need to know. I don't need to know. Now, sometimes I do need to know something if I'm going to help you, if I'm going to help you but I don't wish to pry into your personal matters. I don't wish to know the private details of your burden. If your burden is a box that is upon your shoulders, I don't need to know what's in the box to see that it's heavy. If your burden is a crate upon your shoulders, I don't need to know everything that's in the crate to help you carry it. All you have to say is, Pastor, I'm hurting. Will you pray for me? Yes. Yes, I will. I will because I'm commanded to. And I want to be a law-abiding Christian, but there's so much more to it than that. I don't just want to help you bear your burdens because I'm commanded to. I want to help you bear your burdens because I love you. And isn't that the law of Christ? The law of Christ isn't to bear one another's burdens. The law of Christ is to love one another as he loved us. And the best way to fulfill that law is by bearing one another's burdens. And let's go a little bit beyond that. I'm not telling you, well, I'm your pastor. I kind of have to. So let's just get this over with. I'm not telling you that I'm here to bear your burdens grudgingly. I'll do it gladly. When Paul was writing to the Corinthians, and let's just say that the Corinthians and Paul were not always simpatico. In fact, what Paul finds out in 2 Corinthians chapter uh, in 2 Corinthians is that they're badmouthing him because he has these other apostles coming in and they're wondering where's Paul's letter of recommendation and where's this and how can you even know that he's an apostle and all these different things. And Paul says, "Look, You, if, if you knew how much I loved you, you would be commending me and not condemning me. And the next time I come, because one of the things that they, were, that they were complaining about is that Paul never, Paul never was burdensome to their church. He never relied on their church in order to take care of him financially. And in a very sarcastic moment, Paul says, if, if the thing that I've done to hurt you is I haven't expected you to care for me financially, forgive me this wrong. And then he says this, it's not for the children to care for the parents, it's for the parents to care for the children. And I will very gladly spend and be spent. Though the more I love you, the less I be loved. Now, church, we, we do not have that relationship, you and I. You love me very deeply. We are not at any type of impasse. But if Paul can look at a church that he and them were not really on the same page and say, I will gladly take care of you as a parent with a child, how much more would I do that? So I want you to put away your fears of bothering me with your burdens. Would you do that? I want you to put away your fears of adding to my plate. I want you to put away your fears of making me deal with what you think I ought not. It's my calling. When the waiter says, can I take your order? Would you say, I'd hate to bother you with that? <laughs> no, it's his job. 
When the doctor says, tell me where it hurts, would you reply, you have so many patients, I'd really hate to add more to your plate. So when the pastor says, let's take it to Jesus together, are you going to look back and say, well, you shouldn't have to deal with that? It's my calling. But beyond it, beyond it being my calling, it is my desire to help you carry your burdens to the Savior who will care for you more than I could ever care for you. I love you with all my heart, and I hate to see you burdened. And the sooner we can reach him, the better. Because he cares in a way nobody cares. And he listens like nobody listens. And he smiles like nobody smiles. And he hugs like nobody hugs. Sometimes when you talk to me, if it I wish I could just grab you and not let you go. He does that better than I ever could. He comforts like nobody comforts. And he sings like nobody sings. He smiles like nobody smiles. He laughs like nobody laughs. He loves like nobody loves. And the sooner we get to him, the better. And if we carry it together, we'll get there quicker and we'll get there easier. Now I know you love me too. And sometimes your love for me is what makes you shield me from your burdens. Does it not? You're like a missionary that I heard of in South America. And he walked into the church after a very long day of ministry. And he was met there by one of his newest converts. His name is Carlos. It's a true story. It's nobody you know. You're thinking South America. You're thinking Brother Hernandez. It's not Brother Hernandez. And Carlos could tell right away that the missionary was tired. And he said, Preacher, are you tired? And he answered, Yes, I am. And I still have a class that I need to teach, and it's about three kilometers away, and I need to make that walk. I'm just here to grab something for the class. And Carlos said, Let me walk with you. And so they did. And along the way, the missionary began to struggle greatly. He was exhausted. And Carlos looked over and said, Preacher, lean on me. And he said, no, no, I'm fine. Don't, don't. And they walked a little further. Preacher, please. Lean on me. No. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll be okay. They went a little further. Preacher, you're tired. And I love you. Lean on me. 
And the preacher said, Carlos, I love you too. And that's why I don't want you to have to carry me. And the new convert thought for just a moment and looked back and said, Preacher, if you love me too, then don't just lean. Lean hard. Do you know how many times I've gone to Jesus because he said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Yeah. And you know how many times I've felt like a burden to him? And I felt like a bother to him. And I told myself I should be able to handle this on my own. And if I was the person that I was supposed to be, I wouldn't be having to come with him with all these different things. But he says, child, I love you. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And you want to look back and say, but Lord, I love you too. And that's why I don't want to put any more. And he always looks back and says, son, if you love me too, don't just lean, lean hard. Cast all your care upon me, because I care for you. Church, I love you, and I know you love me too. But my brother, if we love each other, and my sister, if we love each other, don't just lean. Lean hard. And let's take it to Jesus together. Now I know you. You're wondering, Pastor, how can we bear yours? That's another message entirely. <laughs> And there are some practical things that I can tell you. Such as please don't send me a meme at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> it's funny, it's hilarious, it's great, but you're probably not going to text back. There are some practical things, but you know what you can do? Pray for me. Yeah. But you know what you can do? Bear ye one another's burdens. Amen. Be there for each other. Don't watch somebody fall and stumble. Brethren, if, if, if one among you be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in a spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest I also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens. That's right. And so fulfill the law of Christ. You know how you can bear mine? Bear one another's. That's good. That's good. Be there for each other. That's good. Love one another as Christ loved you. But you know the greatest way you can help bear my burden? Make things just a little bit lighter. Because you can't avoid burdens. You understand that. You can't avoid it. And when I see you going through it, there are some I can help you carry, there's some I can't. And the same burden that could make you stronger. I've seen, I've seen burdens 
make you stronger. But I've also seen burdens crush people. And it's hard, it's, hard, it's difficult. Because, because I know you can't avoid them. But the same one that can make you stronger can make you quit. And I can deal with the building. And I can deal with all the stuff that comes along with that. The latest being, Pastor, you need to choose the signs that go on the outside of the door. How big do you want the signs to be? What color do you want the signs to be? What material do you want the signs to be? Where do you want the braille to be? What, what font do you want it to be? <coughs> what color do you want the carpet? Where do you want the carpet? How tall do you want the walls? Where is the HVAC? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Church, I can deal with all that. But I can't watch you crash and burn spiritually. So if you want to know how you can help make it a little lighter, love the Lord. Love the Lord with all of your heart and all of your soul and all of your mind. Because the ones who don't make it are the ones who don't love Him. But those who even carry the heaviest burdens, but they love the Lord they're the ones who make it. So yes, pray for me and bear one another's burdens. But for Christ's sake, love the Lord. And isn't he worthy of your love? Yes. He saved you. He suffered for you. He died for you. If you want to know what keeps me going, even when I feel like I'm crushed by burdens, it's not, well, I just keep going because it's the right thing to do. I just keep going because it's my calling. I just keep going because of this. I keep going because I love him. And he's amazing. Love him and love one another. It's the law. Be a law-abiding Christian. Thank you for listening to our audio preaching podcast. For more information about our ministries, or if you would like to get in contact with us, please visit our website at heritagebaptistcctx.org. May God bless you as you go forward with the gospel this week.